Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Tuesday, August 15th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A Missouri nuclear energy expert says modular reactors are the future of the industry. Maybe six smaller reactors put together. Kind of think about batteries where you put six batteries in a kid's toy uh, to get more power. That take on the technology comes after Illinois' governor vetoed a bill that would have ended a moratorium on new nuclear plants. J.B. Pritzker's decision to put the brakes on those new plants is regarded by at least one expert as a missed opportunity for Illinois. St. Louis Public Radio's Jonathan All reports. Joe Newkirk is the chair of nuclear engineering at Missouri University of Science and Technology. He says nuclear power manufacturers will focus their efforts elsewhere. I think it's going to hurt Illinois economically until such time as uh, things change. Uh, To the industry, there are other states that are more receptive. Newkirk says states, including Arkansas, are actively promoting the building of smaller, modular nuclear power plants that he says are safer and cheaper. Some lawmakers in Illinois are pledging to try to override the veto. In Rolla, I'm Jonathan All, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Charles officials are working to bring the city's water treatment plant back online. They shut it down over the weekend because of a drop in natural ammonia that disinfects the water supply when mixed with other chemicals. All of St. Charles' drinking water is now from St. Louis until the treatment plant meets state standards. The city is asking the Environmental Protection Agency to investigate. St. Charles had previously shut down six of its seven wells because of groundwater contamination. August is Black Business Month. One group in St. Louis is hosting a Black Business Expo to help draw attention to local Black-owned businesses. Marcus Howard is the founder of Greater Health Pharmacy and Wellness, one of the businesses taking part in the Del Mar Main Street event. He says one challenge in starting his own business is finding investors willing to make a long-term commitment. But you got to find mission-driven organizations, mission-driven people who really want to see, you know, impact and in, in, in improvement of health in, in, in the St. Louis community. And I think when you do that, you're able to uh, keep the people long-term. Howard was a guest on St. Louis on the Air. The Del Mar Main Street Black Business Expo is August 26th. Illinois lawmakers have heard testimony about the poor state of health care in Illinois prisons. Witnesses yesterday implored the state not to renew its contract with the private company that provides the health care. Shannon Heffernan reports. Wexford Health Sources has been paid over a billion dollars by the state to provide prison health care, but about half of its medical positions are unfilled. Wexford has declined to answer questions about how much profit it makes from the Illinois contract. Families and civil rights lawyers testified about incarcerated people's basic medical needs being ignored, including a man with limited mobility who was left sitting in his own waist because no one was available to help him. Wexford's senior contract with the state has expired, but experts are worried Illinois will choose to keep Wexford as the prison health care provider. The acting head of the Illinois Department of Corrections declined to comment. That's reporter Shannon Heffernan. Missouri is recalling nearly 6,300 cannabis products from a Franklin County-based facility. The Division of Cannabis Regulation says the state can't verify the items from Delta Extraction in Robertsville past testing. People should return those products to dispensaries or throw them away. State officials are not reporting any adverse reactions to the items. St. Louis County police are trying to determine who stole several memorial plaques from the amphitheater in Jefferson Barracks Park. 
Vandals removed the logos of the Army and the Marines from the park stage. A plaque commemorating employees of a local electric manufacturing firm who died in World War II and the other highlighting Battle of the Bulge veterans are also missing. Police say a park employee reported the damage. The park sits north and east of the cemetery with the same name in South St. Louis County. Some of the stories we are following in the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom. Granite City Mayor Mike Parkinson says he could make a statement today on plans by U.S. Steel to sell all or part of the company. The steelmaker has operations in the Metro East community. It has launched a strategic review to consider a sale. Riverbender.com reports the announcement is a surprise to local United Steelworkers leaders as well. U.S. Steel has rejected a $7.3 billion offer from rival Cleveland Cliffs. The St. Louis County Council could hold its first vote tonight on tax breaks for Boeing's proposed expansion in North County. It's a $1.8 billion project that the company says will create 500 jobs. The proposal calls for Boeing to save $155 million in taxes over 10 years. And today on St. Louis on the Air, we'll hear how a 21-year-old award-winning St. Louis chef hopes his new space downtown will be a culinary playground for chefs and mixologists. St. Louis on the Air begins at noon. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com.